0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Game is Fun episode 6, the premier Nintendo podcast for people who do not get swirlies in school. Um, this is this is the show. Usually I would be saying, uh, this is my co-host, Carl Soriano, the one, the only. But uh, my baby boy has gone, has gone missing. He is a uh, MIA. He's off. He's actually, I'm pretty sure he's off fighting somewhere for probably for freedom, um, which is what he would truly want and what God wants. Anyways, uh, as my co-host for this special E3 episode, I have my friend here, uh, Edwin Castillo. Edwin, please say hi.
1: Okay. Um, only because you said, please, I'll say hello. So everyone, uh, hello. I appreciate um, you that. you can just call me Carl for now, like just, just don't even think of me as someone else. If you can just think I'm Carl, that's okay yeah. with me.
0: You both have brown hair. So, you know, that's like one thing in common.
1: Also, you have the dynamic of someone who's a little bit lighter and a little darker. So I still think that, I don't want to say I'm filling in some big shoes here, but, you know, I, I've got s- size seven feet in like shack size shoes, you know. I, do you, I feel do like you I actually feel have it. size seven feet? No, no. Okay, that's thing. That's I just that'd be very make, small. <sighs> Yeah, you're not wrong. I'm just trying to make it seem like I don't want to fill the entire shoe that Carl left behind. I just want to cover some of the void.
0: Yeah. Edwin, have you ever known one of those girls who their feet are so small they have to shop at the uh, like the kids section?
1: Yes. If anything, no, no, no. I know women who specifically have feet. That would be women's size, but instead they shop kids because it's always cheaper. Oh,
0: oh I've never even considered that, actually.
1: Exactly. That See, is actually is why... my sister-in-law.
0: Wow, this is why I feel like if if society started over again, I feel like women would really have the upper hand because these are just the things I don't consider, and they would just they would pull a fast one on me.
1: Look, truth be told, women have always been in control. It's just that they haven't been in positions of control. The, the old saying is that women control the world; they just can't be president.
0: Yeah, I well, I've never heard that before. Oh, that's cool. uh, you just you just schooled me on something. I don't know. It's just my own experience living with two women. Is that they kind of take care of everything, and then I come in when things need to be either a be lifted or two, mm-hmm. like use tools. So I'll go and I'll I'd like there was like a dent in the uh, the railing for the for the shower, so I took my hammer and I went like uh, uh, and I just and I just I just hammered it back into shape, and that was and that's what I do. That's my contribution to the household.
1: Now I'm gonna try and bring it back to video games. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Oh sorry. no, no, no. Just no, do no, a, a quick no, no, intro no, no. here on the show. Oh no, 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 no. Matt, trust me. I'm you'll see how I was gonna handle this. Right. Whenever gotcha. I would play certain games that my wife is interested in, I am just the monkey that presses the buttons while she's the one that's actually making the decisions. I love that. So, so that's the thing. You see, we somehow have tied it back to women controlling everything while still connected to video games.
0: Yeah, she's like a she's like a little Scorsese, and you're the director of photography playing the game. This is exactly. uh, yeah, this is beautiful. Love it. Italians everywhere. Speaking of Italians, this is a Nintendo podcast, so uh, we of course talk about things like Nintendo's own Italian Mario. I accidentally said Nintendo there, so I just kind of wrap the background. Anyways, just uh, for our introductions, real quick, when you said hi, but I did want to address the Carl. bit again, Carl is MIA. He is currently with his mama and he's helping uh he's helping her with something right now so he will be gone until we have this episode one other episode and then he will be back. So do not fret, Carl will be here. I will be back to bullying him in crisp HD audio and he will be saying I don't know. He'll be he'll be saying that before you know it again. Like you you will not you'll blink and he'll be back. But today we're extremely happy here to have Edwin with us, very knowledgeable about video games. And uh, a host of his own show, Edwin. You host your own show, which I'm sure we'll have you shout out at the end. Oh, Everyone can no. go check it out. Um, and then besides that, usually we do like a little a little rolling intro where we talk about what's been going on in our lives. I just I miss Carl because the show is not just Nintendo news. It's very much Carl and I's lives intertwined with Nintendo news. But Edwin, I think you're going to make a great fit here for this episode. Um, it's just I, I feel like my you're filling my my co-pilot seat, and I'm happy to have you here. But I do want to ask, have you had anything exciting in the past two weeks going on in your life? Any big changes?
1: I mean, I was actually talking to my cousin today and he was talking to me and I hadn't talked to him in a while. And he just started asking me questions like, hey, what have you been doing? What, what does anything change? What's been going on? And then I just straight up have told him my life has been the exact same that it's been for the last two years and I couldn't be any happier. So it's very weird because every time I hear questions like, hey, how you been? It's like pretty much the same as last time. I mean, that, mm-hmm.
0: that's what I've been told by my, I, I have friends who are older than me, like you, and mm-hmm. uh, like our, our other mutual friends.
1: Oh, you can't and say I'm that old. Come on. Look, look. I, what
0: I'm saying is like rel- relatively, right? Like my life is still very much a Jenga tower. Like if any if any block comes out at the ro- wrong second, it all it's all coming down and I'm going with it. But mm-hmm. I've been told that life gets to a point where you don't want anything exciting to be going on. It's just like steady. You're driving one hand on the wheel and you're on a long drive, like a nice
1: eight-hour road trip. And that's how you want life to be. I mean, that's mostly me because like, my house is cool. I love mm-hmm. watching movies. I love watching games in here. Like, I Like, everything is so good that there's no reason for me to screw it up. So, mm-hmm. like, I kind of get the idea of no excitement, except the problem is that, like, I get stupidly excited about buying new shit Uh, That's that's uh, like like every good American should. Yeah.
0: You have a 77-inch OLED, which is astounding.
1: I am constantly astounded by it every single time I look at it. And I'm so glad I went for the 77 because I had gone for the 65. I'm pretty sure at this point I go, I could have gone bigger.
0: Just for our non-tech listeners, like our non-tech literate listeners, uh, an OLED is a type of TV where the pixels individually turn on and off. So if it wants to be black, it will look like the televisions completely turned off. I very much want one of these, but they are – I just got a job this past week, so I still don't have the the necessary capital. I don't have the means of production in my hands to
1: uh, acquire one of these machines. Look, just remember that when you're eating the rich, don't eat the wallet too.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. You make the the money. The money will be brown.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and well, to be fair, at that point, if the money is like still intact, I'm pretty sure someone will take it. That's the magic piece about money. You, know?
0: you could you could probably launder it. I mean, money's part cotton. I, I we had a dog who did that with socks back in the day. His name was Murphy. He, he's dead now. But anyways, uh, rest in peace. <laughs> yeah, rest, rest in piece. We're kind of <laughs> on a we're on a weird flow right now. But I will just say before we get into video games, uh, this this show Wait, is very show? much yes. It oh. is a Nintendo show. This uh this show is also like my little auditory diary. And I, I there's a lot of moving pieces in my life right now in Edwin. I was trying to describe what it was to my own head. I was just thinking with my, my little internal voice, my little Jiminy cricket coming from my soul. Mm. And I was like, Life is kind of like you're you're playing shuffleboard, but with not shuffleboard. What's the sweeping thing with the Canadians do? You're playing that game, the sweeping game, but it's all marbles and they're all bouncing into each other and you can't keep them in the circle. You know is what I'm he,
1: saying? I, I didn't know Canadians were allowed to have fun. So like in my head, I keep thinking hockey, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, it's so the like-
0: sweeping one they do at the Olympics. It's in the Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Winter Games game. You're you're sweeping. It's not shuffleboard, it's something else. But anyways, lots of moving pieces going on right now. Very it's a it's a tumultuous time, but we're gonna make it through. And you know what? God bless you. God bless everyone listening to the show. <laughs> this is this is episode six of the game is fun. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh all right, Edwin. How do we how do we talk about like what we've been playing lately? I think we should well, probably start talking about video games.
1: Well, you know what? Shall I go ahead and start, or do I? Are no, You, no, gonna you are the year?
0: guest. Give me uh, the. I, I talk way too much on this show, regardless. So you just enough. go ahead, take the road less traveled. Tell me what you've been playing.
1: All right. Well, if we're going to talk about Nintendo games that I played recently, I stared really, really hard at Mario Tennis Aces. I just stared at it really hard, and I was thinking. I should finally play this again because I was heavily addicted to the multiplayer for that. Whenever the game came out, I think I got it as a birthday gift. Actually, the funny thing is my nephew was born the day before my birthday. So his birthday was when I got my gift. And so Mario tennis aces and my nephew are intrinsically linked, even if they don't know it. So I just played that so much. And then the online went paid and I said, no, no, and so I just stayed off it. But I remember playing so much of it, and I'd get way too into it. And I told myself, you know what? I've got my hack switch. I'm not going to play it on there. I'm not going to play against the computer like a fucking loser. What I'm going to do is that I'm going to take my wife's switch light, and I'm going to put it there, and I'm going to play online. Because she's underneath the family plan for her older sister, who probably has like 2,000 hours in Splatoon. Probably at this point. So I told myself, you know what? I'm going to pull out her switch. I'm going to play Mario Tennis Aces, I'm going to make sure that I don't accidentally close her game of Animal Crossing, because that was the entire reason that we bought the Switch Lite for her, and then I found out it was dead. So, I still have yet to play Mario Tennis Aces again, and I'm not going to lie, I'm feeling a little bit like a crackhead here. Like, I feel like okay. I'm starting to get these rashes. You're fiending I'm starting to think, I'm fiending to destroy some poor child's dreams of thinking mm-hmm. that he could ever be good at video games. And... Literally, the only thing... I'm not on Twitter at all, but there is one thing that, of course, the Switch is dumb and doesn't let you export things easily. I have literally the only video clip on my Twitter account is just me demolishing this kid's racket until he quit. And it's one of the most proud moments that I've had, at least in video games. Let's say that, because if I make that... If I just leave that without caveats, it just makes it sound way more sadder than I want it to be. So... That's the one thing. The other thing is that I just stared really intensely at my 3DS and told myself, I should keep playing Majora's Mask, and then I didn't, like a mm-hmm. fool. So, I'm,
0: I'm very glad that you are, even as a guest host, you're continuing the tradition of <laughs> Nintendo games not being played on the Nintendo podcast. This is this is a stalwart tradition on the show for the past few episodes that we haven't actually played Nintendo games and uh, I'm glad to have you here, just uh, keeping that going.
1: Like I said, I wasn't going to fill the entire shoe, but there was at least going to be some gaps covered. Yes.
0: Well, actually, I think last episode, if I remember correctly, was the new Pokemon Snap episode. which Because there, there is a secret unreleased episode that's never coming out because it was bad uh, that was recorded. It just never came out. But and now I, that
1: everyone knows, everyone's fiending for it. I hope you
0: know that. Well, yeah, I just, I don't know where it is. I think it's it's gone. Like, it's never, it's never coming out. Anyways, um, so canonically, last time, yes, I was playing Nintendo games, but I haven't played Nintendo games in a while. Edwin, you're allowed to talk about games that aren't Nintendo. So like, oh. what else? Just tell me, like, what have you been hacking away at?
1: Oh, no, no, no. I realized that. It's just that I thought it'd be funny to open up with, I haven't played anything Nintendo res- Yeah,
0: I respect that. I
1: respect that choice. <laughs> I literally only have two things because you caught me on my downswing. After I graduated from college in 2018, is that right? Jesus Christ, it's almost three years. Uh, That's horrifying to think about. Ever since I graduated from college, I realized, oh shit, I'm free to do what I want with my time. And I went on a hardcore binge of just knocking out every single game I missed during college, which I started in 2013, and every game after up to this point. And there's only like one or two games I missed. So I've been on such a hard tear that now, you know, my my entertainment pendulum swings back and forth. Sometimes I'll go harder into TV. Sometimes I'll go harder into movies. Sometimes I'll go harder into games. Usually it's about like a four to a year cycle of how often it swaps. And then gaming took over for like two and a half years. So right now I feel myself slowly falling out of it. The only two things I played recently was The Chaos demo, Strangers of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origins, and Returnal. Like, that's pretty much it. And I think at this point, it's probably going to stay like that because I'm slowly going back into my cinephile, savant roots and just watching a shitload of movies. Gotcha.
0: Gotcha. I respect that. I I also have ebbs and flows with gaming. Um, I don't remember again when the last episode I had finished Mass Effect 1 yet, but I, I did do that. That was probably the last game. And then this past week, I just absolutely, last weekend actually, I absolutely devoured Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart on the PS5. Devoured, it, yes. Yeah, well, six it, hours. Yeah, it took me six hours, which apparently is very quick. I did not realize. I, um, yeah, I don't know. I do, People are like, why don't you do the side quests? And I'm like, if, it, if the side quests were good enough, they'd make it the the main quest. Like, why why even have side quests? I, I don't get it personally. It's just not my way of playing games. But I did no. enjoy it thoroughly.
1: I'm not going to fully disagree because I had that mentality for the longest amount of time. I mean, for example, that's why I don't exactly like Bethesda games, because Bethesda games are like, oh, yeah, this is going to be Fallout 3. You need to go find your your son or something. Yeah. I, that's Fallout 4, but who the fuck cares? It's, it's Fallout 4. It's
0: also because they're mediocre, but go on.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, Oh, don't worry. I'm not, oh, man, I'm not going to throw those shots out. Um Basically, I just remembered that everyone was like, yeah, man, Fallout 3 is pretty cool. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. What's cool about it? They're like, oh, well, you do this side quest and this side quest. Is like, I don't really want to do that. Like, Fallout 3 and Fallout 4 were both games that I put in 50 hours into. And by the time I was done, like, I wasn't even done with anything. I just realized that by the time I hit 50 hours, I was thinking why do I even exist? Why do I even want to be in this planet anymore? Why do I want to do any of this? And the problem is that I like games that make me get existential when I think about what they're telling me. That mm-hmm. game made me existential in the wrong way where I thought, why am I using my time for this? There's so many other things I could be using my time for, and yet I'm just over here wandering this wasteland. I got a dog by me who I'm probably sure that he smells. It's adorable, and just, though. He is. Mm-hmm. He is. But I just was looking at this dog. I was like, why are you just sitting here while I'm reading this computer terminal about a story that I don't care about? So uh, like, I need something to tell me what to do to a certain degree. If you're telling me there's a side quest focus on anything. Mm-mm, mm-mm, I ain't doing that. But, like, Mm -hmm. if a game, like, you know, I like this game enough, sure, I'll drop a side quest here, sure, right over here. And then there always comes a point where I tell myself, you know what, I just want to be done with this game. And then I go, fuck a side quest, I need to keep going.
0: I respect it. Just because, I don't know, when I was playing Ratchet, it, it gives you, the game doesn't push you to do the side quests. Like, they'll make little comments here and there, and... But it does tell you exactly what you need to do to finish the story. And I did the same thing in Mass Effect. I don't know. I just, if the golden path is there, it's so compelling. And I get so wrapped up in the story that I don't want to wait to see what happens next. It's like I'm very much in a binge mindset, which, Edwin, in this continuing odyssey of this podcast is, I think, another symptom of my undiagnosed ADHD, Mm -hmm. is that I just have to hyper focus on things. And then if I lose that focus, I can't go back to them. So I just – everything I do, everything I make, everything I play, everything I watch, I have to crunch on it. I have to crunch, which – apologies to Jason Schreier. I have to crunch on all these activities because otherwise I can't go back. So I just – I don't know. I'm glad that you at least understand in Bethesda games, which my opinion on Bethesda games is that you will only appreciate Bethesda games if you grew up with them. Like that's the only way – I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. It's just a, it's a whole uh, hullabaloo for some mediocre stuff. I don't, anyways, regardless. People I just, like um,
1: making their own stories and I'm not that person. That's yeah, what Bethesda games is to me.
0: Yeah. That's a, that's a fantastic way of putting it. Actually.
1: Mm. I just, I don't know.
0: I never, I enjoyed modding Skyrim, but I never went beyond that.
1: Jesus. I have a PC. I can do that too. That's yeah, horrifying to think about. It's wonderful. You gotta
0: dude, There's There's so many just horny mods for Skyrim. It's ridiculous. I just remember just going on Nexus mods being like who who are these for who is there is such a a a I don't know I just I feel like any other avenue for someone to just indulge in that side of them would be way more useful than just like playing skyrim and just having it like a like a like a a, a dab of nudity on the side like what is this for like I don't I don't anyways
1: the irony is that tangent. as they type in nexus they could easily just type in porn instead and there's like there's like less letters like there's less that's true they're in doing that that's
0: that's true. That's very true. That's a good that's a good point. Honestly, you know what, Edwin, have you ever considered running for a position of power?
1: I have considered it, uh, mostly because, so I live in Texas, and Mm -hmm. there's very few things, no, I'm not going to lie about that, there's a lot of things that we as Texans are very protective of. One of them is not letting people who aren't Texans into Texas. Mm -hmm. And the problem is that, like, we have Whataburger as our church. Like, if we see Whataburger standing in the night, like, that's the exact same feeling that people get when they hear the flag is still there in the Star Spangled Banner. When we see Whataburger in, like, whenever we have our like biannual floods that takes out like half the city. Like when we see Whataburger still open, we're like, okay, cool. We're still allowed to be Texans. So I've always jokingly, possibly seriously considered, what if I get into a position of power where I can make Whataburger our national religion and then Mm. exempt them from taxes?
0: Yeah. So question. So if you think, walk with me for a second, mentally walk Mm. with me. Of course, of course. if, If Mexico was ever to invade from the southern border, if they mm. hoisted their flag, they captured the Whataburger, would that mm. be grounds for Texas to
1: surrender? If they took Whataburger, that would be grounds for us to start asking if we can figure out a way to just take all the oil that we have and create a nuke out of it.
0: All right. I respect that. You guys do things big down in Texas.
1: We're not going to let them take our second Alamo. Like, we're not going to do that. <laughs>
0: All right. We we keep going on these tangents, but I do have to explain Ratchet & Clank a little bit. So uh, Ratchet yes, & Clank took me six hours. Wonderful. I, I really enjoyed it. Game is a little buggy, but it's beautiful. I played it in the performance RT mode, which I mm. think is 1440p at 60 frames, but it's dynamic 1440p. So I imagine mm. that drops to probably like 1080. Um, I really enjoyed the characters, the new introduction of Rivet and Kit alongside Ratchet & Clank. Awesome. I will say, it, I didn't enjoy Ratchet 2016 as much when I went back to revisit it a little bit. It feels Same. a little bland, if I'm able to say that. And I like that the animation really showcases personality in Rift Apart. You feel like these are characters whose personalities, you just, they're not just hero. When I went back to Ratchet 2016, it felt like Ratchet was just like, I'm hero. And it kind of, I don't know, there's a great video by the Gaming Brit on YouTube where he kind of talks about the contrast of Ratchet's personality in the first ratchet and clank on the playstation 2 and the 2016 remake and when i went back to play it i really started to see what he was saying where they kind of just took ratchet and made him a blank slate which they were hoping the movie that was tying into the game would project an opinion on uh or just sort of like his personality would come from that and you take it from there and i just um i don't know i i've heard other opinions about rift apart not being as good as 2016 and i gotta say i firmly disagree the game is buggy um but it's awesome like i don't know i just thoroughly enjoyed it it's it the enemy variety could use a lot of work you fight the same mini boss like maybe 20 times and by the end of it i was like this is a lot um of just fighting this guy like by the end he's not a boss he's just a regular enemy like that happens in games but he still just takes like a lot of ammo and i was running out of ammo fighting this this character and i don't know i just those are my only complaints. I do think we're going to get a sequel based on how oh, it all like worked out, which I'm excited to have Ratchet and Clank still around. But I um I don't know. I did enjoy it, and that's uh that's my piece.
1: Now I did play 2016 for a little bit. Now, for reference, I remember trying some of the PS2 ratchets. I remember trying deadlocked, which honestly, we should forget that deadlock existed. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't until Tools of Destruction that it clicked in that I was like, ah, yes, I get what this is. Oh, wait, no, 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 that's wrong. I had a PSP. Was it Size, size matters?
0: matters? Let's yes. go. Yes. Size
1: Matters kicks so much ass. Like that was a damn good game.
0: See, I don't know if it was good. I got it. It came bundled with my PSP. It was mm-hmm. a silver PSP 3000 bundled with Ratchet & Clank Size Matters and National Treasure 2 Book of Secrets.
1: Mm, i remember that bundle yeah but- i was one of them mm-hmm. day one kids i had a 1000 and as soon as i heard rumors that you can crack that thing with something called a pandora battery i did it immediately and the nice. funny thing is without the psp i probably wouldn't have gotten into the career of technology that i'm in like straight up the psp taught me how to work a computer
0: it taught you how to hack oh absolutely yeah i don't know i wasn't i was too young for that kind of scene when the psp was around but i do remember my dad and i going on shady websites trying to see if you could get like a subscription to just download free shit from there but Mm. we probably just would have gotten his card scammed at the time i don't know my dad was the kind of guy where when i was little he was trying to find on ebay mario golf for ps2 (laughs) so he didn't really know exactly what was going on i also i don't know if i've told the story on the podcast before but i'll just get it out there regardless uh I was on PS3 with a family friend whose name was let's go with let's go with Derek. Let's say his name was Derek, and we we're playing Black Ops. And uh, I was connected to like the home theater that we had set up, and we're playing a private lobby. My dad's like, "Oh my god, this Call of Duty game! I want to try it." So uh, we're in Nuketown, and then we see like Derek joins our game. Mm-hmm. My dad doesn't notice this. And then through the loudspeakers, the speakers in our room, we just hear like, Matt, Matt, are you there? Do you have your headset on? And my dad starts freaking out. He goes, Matt, how'd they hack into our computers? How'd they get in? This isn't safe. And I'm just, I'm like, I'm like 10 and I'm like, it's, it's just, I just don't have my headset on my, my Motorola Bluetooth headset that I got for $10 oh at Radio God. Shack. I was, uh, it wasn't connected. And then he's like, this isn't safe, Matthew. You got to turn this off. And then my dad made me turn off the game and he like stomped at the stairs and was like, I don't like you playing this. He didn't take it away, though. So um, I don't remember if I told that on the show.
1: Trust me, you haven't. Uh, What I will say is that when you said Motorola headset, I just flashed back to hold on 2008. How old was I? I flashed back to 13 trying to figure out what Bluetooth is so I can talk to my cousin through GTA 4. Like I just Mm -hmm. flashed back to it and I know that Bluetooth is still floating around somewhere. Like, yeah. I know it's somewhere in this household. I still have mini USBs so I could charge it and see if it works. But I don't think I'm ready for that kind of nostalgia trip. Like, I'm not old enough to start really feeding for those days yet.
0: I was going to say you're going to touch it and go into some sort of, like, state where no one can access you. You're just in the depths of your mind
1: don't going worry. back and
0: exploring the past.
1: Jesus, I just started imagining that my wife like has to connect to the to the headset through Bluetooth, and she's like, "This is the only way we can communicate to him. Like, there's no other way."
0: Yeah, you just you're in like I don't know, you're possessed and like floating off the ground in like a blue aura, and they're like, "We have to go. We have to." The only thing blue, 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 Bluetooth, and then she just thinks that's the only way she can reach you. Oh, God, I, that, that would be a great film. Honestly, I would I would watch that. It would be like a JJ Abrams. Uh, uh,
1: the problem is that like you're saying this, and it reminds me of that movie Transcendence. Like, do mm. you remember that movie Transcendence? no like i don't i don't even <laughs> I, don't,
0: I don't know i don't watch a lot of movies i have to work on that
1: no, no you don't trust me like it, just wait on things that people recommend to you matt you don't have much attention span for I most don't. movies i so just like uh, you don't want to burn yourself out for movies that aren't worth it
0: I, I watch point break and i watch the dark knight rises and that's all i really got going on
1: I, have you tried watching the fast and the furious it's just point break with cars
0: i yeah i enjoyed the one with uh, jason statham and the rock the most i think personally like, I mean, the spin-off? Like, when The Rock is just, like, he just bicep curls a helicopter? It was, like, yeah, even, it was cooler than when Captain America did it, in my opinion, because The Rock was, like, shirtless, bro. And it was, like, dude, he's fucking jacked. Anyways. I mean,
1: the fun thing about that movie <laughs> is that it's a rom-com. Like, if you just it look is. at them and they're just trying to flex and show off each other how much they love each other, like, it's a oh, wonderful movie.
0: I thought you were talking about the fact that The Rock, like, ends up, like, paired up with Jason Statham's sister in the movie canonically.
1: Oh, did that was see, weird i, I didn't see right. i
0: thought that i thought that part was weird like i didn't know i don't know i have a thing against you gotta leave no no sibling friend connections like that that's a little odd in my opinion i can't i don't know i don't rock with that there needs to be separation of church and state like leave it like my friends are my friends do not date my friends i don't know maybe that's just how my sister's older than me so it'd be weird so i don't i don't know anyways this is very off topic we we've we, <laughs> we I know this show's usually off the rails, but for some reason, like today, we're going on a whole a whole journey here. We're going to the the Oregon Trail and back. So I have let's that let's get into. I know you're just you're mesmerizing with like your baritone voice. I can't I can't stop. Anyways, mm. it is E3, Edwin. E3 yes. happened. This is our E3 show. We're supposed to talk about E3. E3 Ooh. sucked. Yes, in my opinion, E3 was really bad this year. Yes. Which E3 wasn't that E3 didn't happen last year. I almost forgot. E3 did not happen last year. So this was almost like a delayed impact of the pandemic. It felt like there's just so much shit stuck in the pipe that they got to get the fucking plumber. You got to get, you got to get fucking Mario and Luigi in there, dude. You just push the shit out. That was supposed to come out this year. It's now coming out next year. So this year is just kind of like, we're all buying our time. Personally, my only game I'm interested with that's not Nintendo is the Guardians of the Galaxy game coming from Square Enix. I'm interested in that game. Do you think there's anything stand out before we get into Nintendo? I swear to God we're getting to the Nintendo part of the show, <laughs> but I, I swear, bear with me We are getting there. But Edwin, is there anything from E3 you wanted to point out that you're excited about? I don't want to shit on everything. Cause like, I know yeah. we could shit on the final fantasy chaos thing. It's already a dead meme in my opinion. I just, uh, I don't think it's worth, I don't like, I don't like shitting on things. Mm-hmm. I think we should just talk about, it. is there anything you're walking away with that you're excited about?
1: Absolutely not. There's There was okay. nothing. Okay. Nothing. That's the thing. Cool. Everything you were saying about, oh, I don't want to shit on it. Don't worry. I will happily take up the mantle on that one. This had okay. nothing. Nothing. There, like, like my biggest excitement about this E3 was helping Lockmort score the predictions. Like, that was it. Of course, Lockmort. Wait, wait.
0: There's We need context because there's people oh. here who aren't LSM fans. Lockmort works for Last Stand Media, which is the production company behind Sacred Symbols. Who we are, we are. uh Lockmore Black, follows me on Twitter, so that works out. But, anyways, just for just for context, keep, Total keep going.
1: Yeah. yeah, basically, that was my most fun that I had was paying attention to these shows and constantly thinking, "Oh yeah, that podcast had a prediction about this." I'm now going to help score. And now, here's the thing: the scoring of the predictions is something that's been going back since like probably twenty. Uh, now nah, that you see, it's been so long ago that I can't even say. 20. I have to start with 2000. Like back in like 2008 or 2009. So to just take a little piece of history. I was like, yeah, this is fun because I can tell you right now, there was nothing fun about any of the any of the 3 shows. We talking Ubisoft, we talking well okay, Square Enix, the only thing that they had for me was the meme because that was fucking hilarious at least while it was still alive. Like none of these shows did anything for me that it made me realize, am I just becoming dead inside? Like, I already <laughs> knew I was dead inside, but did that little light that was still there just snuff out right now? Am I getting old? I feel
0: like I am already old, Edwin. So just join the – come sit next to me on the bench. I've been saving you a spot. My tuchus is warm. You can just sit down. I'm just right right here beside me.
1: Do we have any dark uh, candy?
0: Uh no we do have the weird licorice not the red one the black one we have black licorice so if you would like that you can it gets in my gum so i don't i don't really enjoy it but we do have some
1: i don't think we're that old though like that's that's 40s like we need the hard candies to signify that we're getting too close to 30
0: i'm not a candy guy hot take candy kind of sucks candy not worth it it Mm. makes your breath smell bad i don't know sugar just makes my breath smell bad if because it dehydrates me also i'm just not a not a, not a big uh, candy guy, personally. I just said, mm, mm, not for me.
1: You see, I almost want to join in on this because more than anything else, bakery supremacy, cookies, yeah. mm-hmm. all of that. Like, just bakery goods <laughs> are supreme and then chocolates right underneath. The other day... Now, here's the thing, because I'm an adult and I can do whatever I want. I've been buying these gigantic bags of sugar, just just straight up. I mean, like chocolate, candy, whatever. And I just start picking away from there. Like, they're fun size, so they're just, like, small enough that I can be like, ah, there we go. That was my sugar for the day. And, like, I was looking at Jolly Ranchers, and I picked them up, and I was like, yeah, I could have these. But then I saw white chocolate, and I was like, Fuck the Jolly Ranchers. I got to get my white Kit Kats. Okay. Interesting. The white chocolate. Okay. Exactly. So I feel like I'm ready to join you on the candy is overrated train, but I don't (laughs) think I can do it. Because like, it's not that it's overrated. It's just that it's never going to be my first pick. See, I just don't think it's good.
0: Specifically, Mm. the Sour Patch Kid. The Sour Patch Kid may be one of the most disgusting textures I've ever had in my mouth. Now, I know how that sounds. And' I, I'm, I'm marinating on it for a second, but I really <laughs> have not ever enjoyed a second the two of the two times I've never enjoyed a moment that the sour patch kid was in my mouth. My whole time has been like, "Get this kid out of my mouth," which again, Mm-mm. you you do not want children in your mouth to be no, not the sour variety. They are they are bad. I'm, I'm worried I'm screaming here, but <laughs> I just I the sour patch kid it gets gummy, it gets stuck in your teeth. It's just like, get get out of here. Go home. I do not, I don't enjoy this texture. I don't enjoy this taste. Give me, give me some milk. Someone give me some milk. That's what a man drinks. I got to wash this shit down. That's you what I'm saying.
1: Know what is the best part of sour candies? Being able to hand them to children and see the faces that they make.
0: See, I don't, I don't interface with many children at the ripe age of 21. So I don't, mm. I don't have any, uh, Close relatives with with babies or small children, so
1: many nieces and nephews, and I enjoy torturing them.
0: Gotcha. That's that's the uncle role. That is the uh, that's the uncle role. But <laughs> Edwin, we're talking about we're talking about E three, but oh, yeah. so let's if you hated it and I only liked one thing, let's get into the actual news. Uh, Edwin, have you ever listened to the show before? Of course. Okay. Okay. So you know how Carl does this little was a little thing when we go into the news, news, news and rumors. He he says it in his little fun voice. Of course. Do you do you think you yes. could you could attempt doing that? Okay, thank you.
1: Absolutely. You you just give me the countdown and I'll try it.
0: Yeah, I'm not used to it, so I just okay. <clears throat> I'll, I'll start from five. I'll start from five. Uh, five, uh, four, three, two, one.
1: News, 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 and rumors.
0: Wow, that was it's honestly awesome, like he's back. Anyways, Edwin, welcome to welcome to fucking the Nintendo Direct, dude. Let's let's. Mm. This is the only good part of E3. It's Agreed. so funny. Because it's a meme that Nintendo just announces anything and they win E3. But yes. they actually came to the fucking dinner table with food. They came in and said, it's family style, bitch. Manja, manja. They, mm. They're they passing out fucking Metroid rolls. They're passing out Smash Brothers ca- casserole. They're passing out everything. So I think we should start with a little thing first. I have it in our, in our, our doc here. Just, I think we should literally. talk about Kazuya from Kaz- kazuya right kazuya from tekken oh,
1: trust me i was way too young when tekken was relevant yeah and, and yeah he's well, now in smash thing.
0: brothers which is like the only major fighting franchise i can think off the top of my head that wasn't represented in smash brothers beyond i think heihachi had a costume but uh he is now in as a fighter he is joining smash brothers i don't think we have a release date but he's in um i think i can't remember which slot we're getting to on the fighter roster we had steve we had Sephiroth. I think we have either two or one left on the fighter pass. Um, we're getting there. I don't think I'm wondering what we're gonna get. I hope. Actually, I have no more wishes for if I'm completely honest, I have no more wishes for Smash Bros. Edwin, is there any thoughts on this? Anyone that you're hoping gets that last slot? What are your what are your takes?
1: I want Ethan Mars from Heavy Rain to get the final slot. You
0: come on my fucking show. You (laughs) you come on my fucking show. You tell these fucking jokes. Like, what am I? What am I? Am I I, a clown? What is this? Is this funny
1: to you? (laughs) Do you think this is? Anyways. I'm uh, in uh, the same camp as you. If my actual answer is, like, I'm in the same camp as you where I would jokingly probably throw out, I want Green Marine Man to show up. What I mean by that is Mm -hmm. either Master Chief or Doom Guy. I just need a space marine to show up with a gun and I need him to try to shotgun Sephiroth because this sounds hilarious in my head to have an icon of JRPGs and an icon of just Western FPSs fighting together in the same game. And Mario and Pikachu are just sitting back like, I don't think we belong here. Like, this is the wrong neighborhood. Roll up your windows. We need to get out of here now. I'm
0: trying to think with a projectile character like Master Chief. Do you think his he would function somewhat similar to Mega Man, where there isn't much star or like his his basic A his jab is a is a gun punch like he so he he would fire his uh, BR.
1: In I don't know. my head, I want both of them. Like if you put if okay, so if in this scenario you were to put Master Chief and Doom Guy in Smash, I would want them to basically be echo fighters. Where mm-hmm. I would want them to be the exact same thing. Where, for example, I want all of their B attacks to just be a gun. Like, I just want mm-hmm. that because that sounds so ridiculous. And I want their, uh, their recovery. I want their recovery to be Doom guy using the hookshot from Doom Eternal. And then for Master Chief, I want him to use the plasma sword to kind of like jerk himself up forward like gotcha. this is what i want i want them to be echo fighters and i want every single attack to be a gun
0: okay i because i can kind of understand how like i can see doom guy for a side smash pulling out the double barrel mm-hmm. and going like box that's really quick and you can just pull that out i don't know i think that's an interesting idea though and i would not be opposed to seeing either of those people join the fray mm. yeah i don't i don't know I think that's good I, I, I can tell that neither of us have hard opinions on Smash Bros characters yeah. specifically this one so I think the next sort of we're, we're gonna save the bigger ones for a little bit later oh yeah. I think uh, Ubisoft uh, it was actually really sad this got leaked like right yeah. before they announced it we were getting a sequel to Mario Rabbit's Kingdom Battle which was one of the like launch window titles for the switch it was a surprise hit people it was basically just like a, an easier Xcom in a way. I really enjoyed it. I got to the final boss, and then I remember I just kind of checked out. I, I don't think I even ever fought him, so I didn't ever lose to the final boss. I just got to it, and then I didn't boot up the game again. But I enjoyed my time with it to that point. Edwin, did you have any experience with this game?
1: The My experience with this was looking at it and thinking, wow, Mario's chocolate, and you're tossing a piece of shit from Ubisoft on it. And that was pretty much my opinion. I haven't really changed it because XCOM style isn't something that really speaks to me. There's just something about isometric or anything that's like really based in PC where it just doesn't click with me. I'm pretty sure it's good and I'm pretty sure it's just my Ubisoft bias showing up. But even just seeing this, I still just hate seeing the Rabbids kind of dress up like Mario characters like... I'm just looking at it so cynically that I mm-hmm. keep looking at the rabbits and I keep thinking, oh, you're probably putting him in a Mario cap because it's really easy to just show to sew a Mario cap on him and then call it a new merchandise and push it out to stores. Like do this you, is the cynic in me that just keeps looking at the rabbits and thinks, you're just a perfect marketing thing. We're a white fluff and I can just put anything on you and sell you again.
0: Do you think mm. part of your cynicism and your rejection yeah. of the rabbits might be that you're worried about being sexually attracted to Rabbit Peach.
1: I've never stopped to consider that. Uh, the problem is that then I have to consider, am I a furry? And I was going to so, say, that's a
0: life-changing discovery if you're willing to make this on the show live.
1: You see, now here's the next question, though. We have to do the Rorschach test of are you a furry or not? And the question is, was your sexual awakening related to Space Jam in any way? See, and um, my answer is no. Mine mm-hmm. was American Pie at the age of four. So,
0: see, I don't even know. I will say, I have growing up on the internet, mm. I have been afraid of furries my entire life. Mm. I was as a young age, it was it was always like watch out for them. And then uh, I remember I was at PAX East with my mother. Oh, it no. was 2012, and uh, there are these friendly guys, friendly characters dressed up as dogs. My ma goes. Those are so cute. Matthew, come take a picture of me with them. So my mother goes and she poses with these uh, two, two characters again who were dressed up like German shepherds, but like from Call of Duty ghosts. So they were in like battle gear with guns, but they were also like, you know, dogs. And uh, so now there's a picture on, on like uh, a frame on my mom's desk of her with these two n- nice people that were dressed as, uh, as uh, they were, they were furries. My mom went and thought the furries were just fun costume characters.
1: I I'm so sorry, Mrs. Borges. I'm I'm so sorry that you were exposed to any sort of degree of that world. This she,
0: she didn't know until it was over, so she thought they were just fun, fun characters. It's a very funny photo now. It is on my phone. I will I will potentially put it out on my Twitter and just blur her face. But it is one of my favorite photos that ever exists.
1: Life is better in ignorance.
0: Yes. But anyways, for <laughs> Mario Rabbit's this game is coming out. <laughs> Do we have a release window for this? Oh my god, I'm 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 terrible at this. Do we have a release window? I think it's just 2022, if I remember correctly.
1: This, I mean, that sounds about right. I'm a
0: little scattered today. Again, a, a emotional turmoil recently. Anyways, so Mario Rabbit's excited. We will update you when there is more news. This is just a this is just a free flowing episode. We're like fucking a mud, like a, like a boulder rush coming down the hill at you, right at your ear holes. This is what is happening. We're just, we're just letting you know what's going on with E3. I'm, I'm off a little bit, but we're, we're doing it. We're making it happen. Edwin, of course. I want to talk about WarioWare, which mm. is, mm. I know what was cool. Okay, let me just say something. Oh, Advance yeah. Wars and WarioWare, both franchises that originated on the GBA, if I'm correct, at least in the US. I don't remember if Advance Wars had something on the Super Famicom or not, but cool that they're both making comebacks here when they're both mainly GBA franchises. Mm-hmm. Well, WarioWare has been on everything, but they originated on the GBA. I just love WarioWare so much. WarioWare Smooth Moves on the Wii might be one of the top 20 perfect games, in my opinion. I think that game is a 10 out of 10. WarioWare Smooth Moves is awesome.
1: See, I don't know if I can follow you there. Because literally the only experience I've had with WarioWare was in the Dark Ages of the Wii U. Which, by the way... Oh, I Game was... and Wario. Yeah. Exactly. And now here's the thing. I was one of the many, like let's say, twelve fools that had a Wii U. All right, so I had one. My best friend was another person who was foolish enough to get one too, and he had Game and Wario, and it was literally the only game I can think of where it used the game pad. And I was like, "Oh wow, look at that! That's actually not too bad. That's an actual good use." And pretty much. That is my only experience with WarioWare. And so if it fits that niche of like Mario Kart and Mario Party where it's like, this is a great game to break out with friends and just get really, really stupid, I'm in. So if this next WarioWare kind of gets it in that same realm of like, if I break this out, we're just going to be having stupid memories that we're going to be referencing for the next couple of years, I'm in.
0: Well, that's what it seems to be the focus on this one. It seems like it's going to be co-op. It's going to be each person uses a Joy-Con. Um, I do wonder, I assume you can possibly just use, I I always wonder about the switch light when it comes to things like this, because (laughs) that will come into play with the Mario party. We're going to talk about in a little bit, Mm. but I I do, I'm excited. I don't think there was any reference to online play in this one, but Mm. I am, I'm just excited to see WarioWare back. I've been talking about it. WarioWare is one of my top three I was excited for alongside if we're going to get that 3d Donkey Kong game that got rumored and also another punch out. So I got, I got one of those, which is awesome. But I would like to see the other two also make a comeback. But WarioWare is coming. That is coming on September 10th. Uh, they did kind of give us just like a layout for the rest of the year. We're getting something at least like every 30 days. We're getting something big, it seems. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, be excited. Be excited for WarioWare. Obviously, I have to buy all these games because we do the show. Exactly. So uh, I, will, I will get that. And you will hear our update when that game comes out. Um, Let's hope that maybe you have a a harder opinion. Also, Advance Wars remake, I already brought up, so let's just talk about that real quick. Do you have any opinion on Advance Wars, Edwin?
1: No, the problem is that, like, that's another thing where... For some reason, I'm just like really picky about what if it's not just full on action, like I need my turn based. That's the thing. I know it's not really turn based the way that people describe Mm -hmm. it. But if I'm not in constant action all the time, I need it to somehow be simple and complicated at the same time, which is impossible to ask for. And Advanced Wars just looks like it dips way too hard into the complicated. And I'm not going to lie. I'm thinking I could do that or I could go play something like Fury and just go through a boss gauntlet and play really fast and just attack things. Like, Advanced Wars feels like, oh, I have to use my brain? Ah, you know, I'm playing, I'm playing on a Nintendo console. I don't know if I really want to use my brain right now.
0: Gotcha. That's how I mostly play games. I, d- I don't think... I don't, that's why I play things on easy. This is why no one should take me seriously as like a, a, an opinionator in terms of video games. I don't, I'm not good at them. I don't play on hard difficulties. I don't give, I don't, I don't know. I don't know everyone. But I will say I'm, I'm glad. I think the most exciting thing about this for me is that we see way forward working as one of the developers alongside Intelligent Mm -hmm. Systems, which is a division of Nintendo, if i remember correctly, I think Mm -hmm. they're their own because they also work on the Mario, Paper Mario now. And anyways, we're seeing WayForward, who is famous for the Shantae series, and also River City Girls, which came out a couple of years ago. They're working on this game alongside Intelligent Systems and Nintendo. And I just, I really like them. They're, of course, the team that... The Shovel Knight Yacht Club came from originally, yep. so they spawned off of them. Which I just, I just think WayForward's fun. Um, they also have that game where you switch the gravity that I enjoyed that I played a little bit of. I don't remember exactly what it was, but that game is good, and I'm just glad to see them getting work. Also, they did the Ducktales remake, which was another good game.
1: WayForward uh, just kind of understands old games, so if you're telling me that they're in charge of an old franchise, like you can sigh a little bit. You're like, oh, okay, cool. WayForward has it. Ah, we're fine.
0: That's true. I, I, I agree. I concur. Edwin, mm. good take. Good take, Edwin. Yeah. Mean, one, one might say based. Based. I don't know. I don't know if I ever said based on the show. So that would uh usually I just type it out. I don't think I don't really say. I don't I'm not one of those guys who goes around going like, ah oh, based. Like I don't know. That's a little bit too much for me.
1: Mm. You see, this is I'll, where I'm gonna show my Unless it's like it's
0: mm-hmm, unless hard. I was waiting, sorry, let me let me let me finish this extended. Mm. This this one, this punchline's gonna be worth it. Ready? Mm. All right, I'm waiting. Unless it's Thanksgiving and someone's basting the turkey, then I say basting.
1: I I gotta disconnect my microphone. I can't be here for this one. That was that that was. I'm telling you,
0: I I took that one to the park. I took I took I took my Louisville Slugger. I stepped to the plate. I tapped it twice. I pointed towards the sky. Said this one, so it's going out of the fucking park. That one, bah! Knocked that baby right out. Uh,
1: You see, that's how you see it. I see it like that famous comic with the peanuts, where it's like you, you had it lined up. You had it lined up. I was ready to hold the ball for you. I was like, I have faith in you. I had faith in you. And as soon as I saw that it was gonna be a punt, I was like, I can't let you get this field goal. And I just pulled the ball away. I was like, I I don't think I couldn't allow this. And yet you still kicked it anyways. I fucking got it. Anyways, what were you what were you gonna say? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, don't worry. That that's out of my mind now. I don't even remember. Continue. Okay.
0: <laughs> Great. We were talking about advance wars. Then I then I pulled that one. Oh yes. Anyways, I think that's it. Okay. Let's talk about. Let's just keep going down the list. I think this will end up being the longest. The game is fun episode because I'm so sorry. No, it's it's fine. <laughs> yeah, so- I, I'm. I, it's nice to you know. It, it, it's good. It's a little bit of different change. This is what guests bring to the show. Different things. You you have opinions. The thing is, Carl always goes like, I don't know, but uh, but you have and we opinions. We love him so. for it. Also, I edited down the show, so it might it will probably end up being a little shorter. Yeah. But let's talk about. Look at this list, Edwin. Is there anything that's, that's screaming out to you that you want to talk about? Because I can talk about on anything. See, I just I
1: feel like I want to get rid of some things from here. So I say either go for Monkey Ball or Shimagami.
0: Okay. I here's the thing. Do you have any takes on Shimagami Tensei? Because I have zero takes on Shimagami Tensei.
1: Perfect. Let's go ahead and knock that one out then. Okay. Shimagami so that... Tensei five. It is oh, coming. Oh, sorry, go for it.
0: Oh yes, it's coming November twelfth. I have no opinions. It is the weebier version of Persona because Persona was a Shimigami Tensei spin off. I think this one's just more hardcore JRPG, if I know correctly.
1: So, if I have to talk about Shimigami Tensei 5, I look at it, I'm like, wow, this is probably going to be really important for Nintendo. This is probably going to be really important for the Switch in Japan. I could not care any less. All I care about is that I hope the special editions stay really, really rare because I landed one. And once again, since I said I don't care, I'm either going to hand it off to someone who wants it, or if not, I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to scalp a Shimigami Tensei fan. I'm sorry.
0: There's nothing wrong with scalping. Market supply and demand. You know, I'm a business major. Supply and demand. Mm-hmm. That's 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 my defense. Exactly. Anyways, I am excited for these people because I know this game got announced way back when the Switch was announced. Yeah. So people have been waiting for this. And um, I'm just happy that's finally coming out for these people. Again, that is coming out November 12th, so that will be coming out uh, later in the year. Again, we have all these these months. We'll have one big game at least. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did that one. <laughs> the next one on <laughs> here is going to be. I'm going to go to Life is Strange, True Colors, and Life is Strange Remastered. And right. when I love Life is Strange. The first one, True Colors, looks kind of boring. Um, mm-hmm. The music artist who's featured. Is it? I don't want to say the wrong name. I believe I know who she is. Oh, trust me. I won't be able to help you. She has a good song. But uh, this person, this character, she's like an empath. I'm not not vibing with it. It's not giving me – I think Life is Strange would just be so much cooler if it was just this cult classic game. If it was just this one story of Max and Chloe, if that was Life is Strange, I think it would be remembered amazingly. And it's still remembered amazingly, but I think it would be like lightning in a bottle.
1: Now, life is strange. My history with this is that I played the first one, I think, when it hit PS4, so not on PS3 where it originally was. And I just remember playing it, and I was like, yeah, okay, this is this is fine. Like, I think that was probably my second Telltale-style game after The Walking Dead. So I was like, yeah, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with this. I don't really hate the characters. It's almost kind of charming to see adults thinking that this is how teens speak so that's pretty fun and then you have an extra filter of the fact that it's not only adults it's french adults thinking that that's how american teens talk so like the whole gulf in like how people actually talk to the way that they think they talk is like really entertaining me but even then, like, I actually kind of enjoyed the character. was like, yeah, you know what? That was another game that I was another monkey for, and I let my girlfriend make all the decisions. So we just agonized over, like, oh, man, both of these options kind of suck uh who are we gonna piss off are we gonna let the dog get shot are we gonna make sure that the truck explodes like oh my god are we gonna let the orphanarium just melt away all right no spoilers
0: no spoilers this game's coming out again we can't spoil
1: it oh oh, no 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 no, matt matt specifically there's one of those that is two truths and a lie wait no no Oh, see i don't even remember no no it's been
0: so long since i played it
1: no trust me i i said the opposite i wanted to say that it's two lies and a truth okay. one of those i realized that i accidentally tr- showed my hand with one of them so that i just kept stuffing lies in there so no one can tell by the gotcha. way that's a good trick that you can use whenever you feel like you accidentally spoiled things you can then continue to spoil things and then tell them by the way most of that was lies and you'll not know which one the truth is that's it's a good point very useful
0: you know i always just go by the george costanza like it's it's not a lie if you believe it that's just my mantra in life, and I'm I'm proud of it. Uh, life is strange. I played with my mom, so I kind of had a yeah. similar experience where she's very much into like true crime. Like Oxygen Network is on all the time at our mm-hmm. house when I go home to visit. So she really got into the mystery part of the show, and it was cool because she's never really understood video games um, mm-hmm. and my enjoyment of them. But her and I, I think this was like my sophomore year of high school. We really bonded over we playing like the last four episodes of that game because the first one she missed, but like the two on. We, uh, we really enjoyed that. I don't think I'm going to get the time to play with her again, but yeah. I'm wondering if I revisit it now as a junior in college or just I'm going to be a senior this fall. I'm wondering yeah. if it will hit me differently. Um, but I don't want to ruin those memories. That's my only worry.
1: It, don't do it. Like, that's why I haven't gone back to play the Assassin's Creed 2 and brotherhood and revelations games like the reason i haven't done that is because it just reminds me of a nice time and place in high school where i'm like ah man look at me i'm out here trying to play different video games god by the way isn't that kind of sad now that we got to a point where assassin's creed doesn't count as different games anymore that is good
0: i never i've never considered it as a different video game that's that's funny to see someone's perspective
1: yeah, exactly. Like it was it was the early 2000s. Assassin's Creed at that point was different. So, like I just remember thinking, "Wow, that was look at me. I'm out here trying to be a, a capital G gamer and I don't want to ruin those memories to go back and realize, "Wow, these games were pieces of shit. What was wrong with you? You're just a casual. What was wrong with you?" So, for me, I don't want to touch those memories, even though I'm ready to kill nostalgia. I can just go back and tell those games, you're probably bad, and I have good memories. Now, I can just accept that you're probably bad. I just don't want to ruin those memories now.
0: I respect it. Again, Life I respect strange. it. Life is strange. <laughs> Life is strange, if you really think about it. What the what the fuck is going on every day? Am I right, dude? I get up. You do shit. I was, I've been reading a lot of existentialist texts lately, yes. which has not been good for my my mental state. Mm. But I got to say, Camu makes a good point when he's like, if you just logically think of it, you're going to kill yourself. So I've been trying not to think. Anyways, let's talk about Super Monkey Ball.
1: Hold on. I, I feel like I have to, Matt. Let's uh, talk you- about
0: <laughs> Super Monkey Ball banana. <laughs> these apes, these these chimps, they're in containers and they're rolling around. They really do be rolling. They're collecting bananas. It's great. It's coming to the Switch. Okay, next one. <laughs> This is the one I am most excited about. Mm. Mario Party Superstars. Yes. My favorite Mario Party is either Mario Party 6 or Mario Party 2, which I think oh. are the fan favorites. I played Mario Party 6 last night through Netplay. We talk about Dolphin and how emulators are are better than actual Nintendo systems on the show a lot. Correct. I won. I won. I was Wario. I won. It was great. But what I'm saying is this is based on the original like N64. I think we're getting five boards from the original N64. And it's mm. going to have online play. Count me the fuck in. I've never been. I am. I am emotionally balls deep in this game, dude. Mario Party Two is the best Mario Party that, like, in my opinion, overall. I think I might like it more. Than six. So I just, mm-hmm. I'm really excited. And when you're a little bit older than me, so I'm wondering if you have memories of actually playing on the N64 and playing those
1: Mario parties. I have an N64 right behind me. It's not connected to anything. It's just like there as like a nice centerpiece to some of my Nintendo shit. And the only cartridge that I own for it is Mario Party Two. Let's
0: let's fucking go.
1: Exactly. Matt, I'm telling you right now, all right? I remember just always staring at my cousin, all right? It was, like, easily a decade after the N64 was relevant. And I just saw the cart in his drawer, and I was like, I want this. And he said, cool, I don't care. Take it. And so I just... It's the only game I have. And, like, I keep wondering... Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Like, the last half decade to a decade, I keep looking at it, and I'm thinking... Am I finally going to go through the trouble of getting two extra N64 controllers to get this working? Or should I just go over to my hacked Wii U and figure out how to get that working? Instead, what I just end up doing is that I just boot up Mario Mario Party 4, 5, 6, or 7 through nintendo and call friends over. Like, hey, I have GameCube controllers. to play Mario Party. Let's do this. So I share your excitement with Mario Party superstars. I just got a PC not long ago, and I'm not going to lie. I just have been playing Master Chief Collection on it, and it's just been mostly multiplayer. So if I can get something like the Master Chief Collection, where it's just like, I only want to play the multiplayer for two and three, if Mario Party Superstars can just be like, here's a board, and look, I don't even care how much TLC they do to this. If they can just give me, like, Switch-ish, I don't even care about the graphics. Like, if they just want to put Imagine every single map that you go to has the exact same graphics as the original game. So it's like, oh, this is Bowser's Castle from Mario Party 2. And the graphics look exactly like a Mario Party 2. And then you have the little thing where it chooses the minigames. And imagine like a minigame from like Mario Party 6 shows up. And then it just goes into the Mario Party 6 graphics. Like this is how little I care. Cool. That would be cool. I exactly. will say that
0: we're getting Spaceland, so Spaceland is confirmed. I'm trying to think. I think Peach, Peach's Birthday cake is confirmed. Spaceland is confirmed. There is one more. I'm trying to remember which one it was. I'm not, it's not off the top of my head, but I'm saying that we do at least have those two boards. Peach's Birthday cake. eh, I could do without, yeah. but Spaceland is definitely a classic. I'm yes. hoping we get Western Land as well. Oh, my God. Or Pirate Land. Why isn't it just all Mario Party 2?
1: Yes, Exactly. I just want to be able to lose connection with my family because I stole a star from someone. Like this yes. is what I've been craving.
0: I I agree. I'm glad that we're both in the same. Like we're gonna have to play this together whenever it comes oh, absolutely. out. Absolutely. The online is hopefully not going to be garbage. It it probably will be, hmm. but I do think you will be able to save. So uh, obviously, recently it was a big update that Super Mario Party got the ability to play boards online, but you could not Literally save. And I think some the only update. Yeah, I think. 10-ish minigames weren't playable. Oh, and the other thing that I want to talk about from, from earlier was that this game is not going to have motion controls because it's playable on the Switch Lite and they advertise on it. So you're not going to need individual Joy-Cons, which is exciting. So I'm hoping that you can then just sit there and play with a Pro Controller or GameCube controllers if you use the Adapt. So it's just it's going to be simple, which is what I want. It's going to be simple and replayable, which is what I'm excited about.
1: My only downside to Mario Party Superstars is knowing that if the online works, it's less likely that I can punch someone in the face when they steal my coins.
0: That's so true. You can always punch a hole in the wall, though. But then you got to patch the wall. Exactly. Like which is the if problem. you punch
1: someone, like you're not going to hurt them enough that them not having insurance is going to be bad.
0: Yeah, that's that's a good point. That's a good point. I never. I don't know. I'm not a very physical person. I I was in a fight club in high school, but like I wasn't. Mm. Anyways, that's that's for another time. But
1: <laughs> I <laughs> listen I'm excited
0: about Mario Party Superstars, is what I will say.
1: I'm excited to start fighting my family members like if it were a fight club. Yes over Mario Party.
0: Let's make our own fight club. Let's call it the Mario Mosh Pit, baby. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Let's now talk about the last big one, Edwin. We're getting there. We're mm. getting to the end of the E3 recap, at least everything I've gotten written down. I can see this the light. The last one I have Metroid Dread. Edwin. <laughs> mercury steam they released this game samus returns it's a remake of metroid 2 they released it on the 3ds this is when the switch is popular people are like why isn't this on switch why are you still making games for the 3ds why very similar to the ps4 ps5 situation that's going on currently and what i'm saying is mercury steam fucking came back this is the latest canonical metroid game i think the last one was fusion from mm-hmm. correctly, oh, back no. in 2003 or 2000 no 2001 because it was oh. when uh metroid prime came out there's one minute.
1: fun thing about yes. this go ahead by go them, ahead by them saying this metroid other m has been thrown out of the canon
0: oh i didn't realize it's completely gone
1: yeah oh and at this point since i said it, it was like oh it's been 17 years and it's like wait a minute let me let me do my hard calculations let me get my ai to work on the calculations of how long ago other m is and it's like ah after running my supercomputer for two weeks straight, it tells me that Metroid Other M was not 17 years ago. Out of yeah. the canon now. And when
0: I will say this game, absolutely not for me. Oh my God. <laughs> Metroid is not me at all. It's so much backtracking and. And, and it's going it to be semi-difficult. It's just not – this is not like – people tell me to play Hollow Knight, which is basically like a Metroidvania. Oh, you should I'm not playing Hollow Knight. It's not my kind of game. I'm not playing it. Not. I, I'm going to have to play this one for the show. But it's, I just can tell you this is not going to be my game. But I am so excited for the Metroid fans. They deserve it. My only question is, will this sell well? The issue no. is Metroid Uh-oh. is – put up on this platform. We love Metroid where's metroid and then it like fails to sell the same the whole series doesn't sell as much as like breath of the wild so will this be the one will this do it and i say no but what do, what do you say
1: edwin i'm gonna take the opposite tact here because i am in the camp that cares about metroid dread but the problem is that like i'm also cheap so nintendo's like counterintuitive to that so I would get this day one. It's just that I'm cheap. So the reason why I say that I think this one might be the first Metroid that finally sells something is that Metroidvania is a term that hardcore people are now starting to understand. And me personally, I just never understood what it was. I was like, what's a Castlevania? I don't know what the fuck this is. It's vampires? I'm good. So... Not only that, the other part of Metroidvania is, of course, Metroid. And the fact that Metroid has been dead for so long, I just have no exposure to it. My best friend bought me the Metroid Prime Trilogy as a Wii classic on my Wii U. And when I realized I had to use the pointer, I was like, Ew, this is disgusting. I want to use the game controller. And I stopped. So, Metroid Dread, now that I have a history of playing Waka Melee, Hollow Knight, other Metroidvanias that I'm blanking on right now because you forget things while you're recording hearing that another metroid is coming back basically one of the kings of the title metroidvania it makes me think oh crap i want to play that and so i i can't be alone in being someone who likes metroidvania and having not played either series that birthed the genre either metroid or castlevania and the fact that no series on switch has really done badly at least nintendo ip None of them have done badly on the Switch. I mean, Animal Crossing always sold, but then it got on the Switch, and sadly, the world had to fully stop for it to make bank like it did. But I mean, Animal Crossing is now one of the top franchises that Nintendo cares about because of sales. And I think this is probably Metroid's best chance to do it as well.
0: Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that take just because I don't know. I think it makes sense because I, I don't know how Samus Returns sold in 3DS. I assume it was soft. But that's a good question. Just just actually. based on intuition, I yeah I don't see it currently. But I I think maybe this one you're right does have a little bit of potential because it's actually Metroid Returns came at a point where the Switch was already out. People were adopting the Switch in mass, and it was sort of like one of those like late term releases, which was never going to get as much press as something that's like a, a system seller mm-hmm. that comes out in like the main cycle. I don't know. It would be interesting to see, but the the weird thing is that Metroid is again going to be coming out sort of at something where it feels like the Switch. I mean, it's going hardcore, but we we, we think there's hardware on the way, mm. and I don't know how the transition's going to be for it. I, I Imran Khan's been teasing stuff a lot about games getting upgraded for a Switch Pro, and I I do wonder. It's a two D game. Are people going to pay sixty bucks for it? I think they will, but I just. And I feel a little bit of down in my heart. Also, I looked up Switch like sales. Mm-hmm. Among Us is already number nineteen on terms of all like top selling Switch games, Jeez. with three point two million. It has surpassed One Two Switch with three point one eight million. Did you know Clubhouse Games, Clubhouse Games fifty one worldwide classics sold more than Paper Mario: The Origami King.
1: I feel like the world is finally coming into balance. If Paper Mario sold that badly,
0: and Paper Mario still sold more than Fire Emblem Three Houses. Donkey Kong Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze almost sold as much as Fire Emblem Three Houses. How is that real? I don't like that. that. Must be digital sales, right? Because they don't share digital sales. So these are all physical. But that's, but that's still problem. nutty to me. I'm sorry. It, I, I got distracted by the list.
1: Oh, no, no. You're good. What I was going to say is that. But Nintendo is one of the few companies that you can reliably get their data from because they always have like quarterlies where they're like, ah, yeah, this thing, um, this thing sold this. Like, that's how we know that the Wii U did so horrible because they wouldn't hype it. They'd be like, oh, yeah, the Wii U. Yeah, that sold oh, 13 million. Uh, uh, yeah, moving on. Like, Yeah, it so- was even
0: 13. I thought it was like 12 point something.
1: I think it was thirteen million. Okay. Like I think so because I think like the switch outsold it in like a couple of months. Well, not a couple of months, like almost a year, but not a year. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, the other thing is I pulled it up. Metroid: Samus Returns sold roughly four hundred seventy thousand physical copies. So wow, that's horrible. That's yeah. that's really bad. But I'm wondering what if it's the fact that it was 2018 and a new 3DS game came out.
0: That's that's must be what they're going with, and they're hoping. I mean, Mercury Steam deserves it. That was the, all, I only heard good things about that game, so they're getting another chance here. Mm-hmm. Nintendo's really giving it to Metroid fans. It's time for them to put up or shut up. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see what happens. I don't know. I I'm will say one one last thing. Be best. One last travesty. Marvel Ultimate Alliance three is like only sold one point zero eight million copies. What the fuck? That game was awesome. I don't know what the marketing issue with that game was. That game was Marvel Ultimate Lines Three was was a banger. That game should have sold way more. And we're not going to get multiple Marvel Ultimate Lines Four, and I'm very sad. Um, but that's 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 if that's what we got to say about Metroid, that would that's everything. That's all oh, we have.
1: Oh man, look at that.
0: I don't. I we have we have viewer questions, but it kind of does repeat on what happened last know, that's time. Fine. Let's go on ahead. We have Tactical Stoner from our Discord. Says, oh, where has Carl been? And you know what? Let me uh, actually. I was going to call Carl, but you know what? I don't want to do that right now because I don't know what he's doing. He might, mm. he might be destroying some, uh, some. You know, what I'm saying he might be, he <laughs> might be, might be doing some something, something right now. So uh, his don't wanna, ears don't wanna, are wanna,
1: between some thighs.
0: Don't want to interrupt him right now. You never know what that guy's up to. Uh, Carl has been. He, he's moving in with me. We're moving in together. So you, the game is fun. Is going to be even more lively because Carl and I will be recording in the same room starting middle of July. So we have one more episode coming. I believe it is with another game's actual journalist, which would be interesting because I've never recorded with another journalist. Uh, just another junior guy in the industry. But I'm excited to bring that to you guys. And then Carl will be back. But I do want to say thank you to Edwin for joining me on the show, coming in to fill in. It was wonderful to have you, Edwin. You are knowledgeable beyond belief, and it only adds to your sultry voice.
1: You see, I don't really do well with compliments, so I'm going to need at least one insult to just walk away from.
0: Uh, you know, your ass is not as fat as it should be. You're you're a little lacking. You got to start doing some squats.
1: You see, I'm okay with that. Um, okay. I'm okay with that. Because
0: then I could actually watch your way and enjoy it. Uh, watch, you, uh, watch you walk away. You know, oh, know what I'm saying? We're
1: getting back into compliments again. Like I go. need to be taken down. You like See, I don't know. If I get told good job, then at that point, it's like, eh, you know, I can stop trying. And yeah, uh,
0: see, I just uh, uh, all compliments are lies to me. I can't I can't take a compliment. I just got to shut myself down, which is a confidence issue that I have to work on because I've been told it's annoying. So anyways, Evan, that's the end of the show. That's everything. Everyone, thank you so much for watching and listening to more, more listening to. We don't have a video component. Mm-hmm. The game is fun. A Nintendo podcast for the rest of us. This was episode six. Um, that's everything. Tweet at me at Matt Borges. I am one follower from a hundred followers. So follow me. I need it in my life. Uh, tell people about the show. That's yeah. Ed- oh, Edwin, hmm? shout yourself out, please. you you do, you host a wonderful, <sighs> much more consistent show. So Jesus. please tell these people when they can, uh, they can catch up with you.
1: I hosted a show that I literally started just so I could remember to write things down. I don't think I'm even joking. It is called Passive Pixels, a media catch-up podcast. All it is is just me and a friend. Oh god, that's the first time I've called him a friend out loud. God, that's horrifying. Um it's just me creating a podcast so I could remember to write down all the movies, TV and games that games that I play within a year. So that is all it is and it's just me reviewing things It feels wrong to say reviewing because reviewing feels like it's more in depth. It's more of like going back and explaining my thoughts on it. I do it twice a month and honestly, I never even look at the numbers, so I have no idea how it's doing. It's literally just something I'm doing to make sure I can write things down as a Mm -hmm. list. Then, of course, I have special episodes, which are the ones that I care about because at that point, I'm talking about things that I want to talk about instead of feeling like I'm obligated to put things on a list.
0: I like that. Oh, wait. That's a good motivation for doing it.
1: I forgot. I guess if you want to find links because I can say this, but who the fuck's actually going to look it up? I'm pretty sure Google doesn't know who I am. Uh, I guess at Edcasty13. E-D E-D-C-A-S-T-I 13 E-D-C-A-S-T-I-13, the number. I, I have links there. Beautiful. If you really want to listen to me, ah god help you go for it
0: i was gonna say these episodes are like three hours long so if you do decide to check it out be, be in for the long haul there the game is fun episodes are like 45 to 50 minutes long usually so very very different pace of show oh, time but stamps. yes
1: time stamps for the love of god like i tell anyone who actually listens to an entire episode what is wrong with you just timestamps. Yeah, if I'm you not. see something that's interesting <laughs> jump there for the love of god
0: i'm not doing that shit for my show anyways <laughs> welcome to the game is fun that's it we're back baby have a good summer. Happy Pride month. That's cuz cuz I we're not going to have another episode during gay month. So, happy Pride month everybody. Love you out there. Everyone, thank you for joining me. Uh, and that's, that's 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 the show. Goodbye. See you next time. Love you.